Welcome to Owl Have You Know, a podcast from Rice Business. This episode is part of our Flight Path series, where guests share their career journeys and stories of the Rice connections that got them where they are. Welcome, everyone, to Reunion Weekend here at Rice University. Uh, It's a fantastic weekend, so much energy and joy and excitement, and everyone is reconnecting, and some, some classes are meeting for the first time. Uh, and I just wanted to welcome both of you, Tracy and John Dennis, here with us today. Thank you for being here. We, we snuck you away for a little bit of reunion weekend because uh, we figured this is the best time to to snag our alumni and and reconnect and, and talk about what you've been up to uh, since you were owls uh, here at Rice. So thank you for being here today. Uh, you are both not only Harvard graduates, but also Rice University MBA graduates, which is which is fairly unique. Uh, how did you two meet? We met at freshman year, freshman week at Harvard. We were same class at Harvard. Really? In what class was it? Uh, 1986. But which specific class were you in? No, no freshman week. That's oh, the, the first week. week of freshman year when you don't have classes and you're just drinking and chasing each other. That's perfect. So, so you met at Harvard, and then uh, you know you had very different backgrounds. So, tell me what what you studied at Harvard and and what led you to business school. I was a Russian and Soviet studies major at Harvard. I went to undergrad thinking I was going to be a business major, but I never even checked to see if Harvard had an undergraduate business major, and it did not. It did not. So (laughs) I um, started off at economics, and I thought I got into economics, and I wasn't really loving it, and there was just sort of this impression among the, uh, the freshmen that you had to go to graduate school like everybody was planning to go to graduate school and so i thought oh perfect i'll study something i'm truly passionate about and then i'll eventually go to business school and um you know it took me a few years to get to business school after i graduated but i I had a, a short career as a bond trader but had always wanted to go to business school to kind of connect a bunch of dots. You know, there were a lot of things that I, I that I was exposed to that I wanted to learn more about, but just never had the time to do. And so business school for me was the opportunity to do that. So let's back up to Russian and Soviet studies. Why did you, what, what interested you about that? Um, Russian family. I had a Russian grandmother and she lived in, she was actually never lived in Russia, but she was born in Manchuria and married an American naval officer who brought her to the States. But her brother, my uncle Nikolai, uh, emigrated to the Soviet Union, and he used to come visit, and they would speak Russian, and I thought it was the most beautiful language, and I wanted to learn to speak the language. That's interesting. So I have a Russian grandmother as well. They really? I'm actually Russian. So yes, that's why I was asking, because that's, that's uh, what, are, what are the odds, what are the odds yeah. of that? So, um, so that's why it was a familial reason that, yes. that you wanted to study yeah. that. Yeah, it was a great major, right? I mean, it was history, government, literature, and language. So it was just sort of a wonderful major. And a naval officer connection as well, because you were in the Navy. Yeah, I was in the Navy after college, but I had applied to the Naval Academy and thought about ROTC programs. So when my junior, senior year, when it kind of the idea came back, I was fortunate to be dating someone for whom it was not a terrifying thought. <laughs> so tell me about your journey, uh, Harvard. I, 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 uh, I would tell you I was an, uh, an academic wanderer at Harvard. Um, unlike all my roommates who had very clear ideas of what they wanted to do from before they arrived, I was uh, just happy to get out of high school and get into a college. So um, 
I, I got through Harvard, um, had some great summer jobs. Um, and uh, one of those, my, my summer job before my senior year, uh, was with an investment bank in New York. And a whole bunch of the senior partners had all been military officers. And that's where the, the idea of being a naval officer came back to me. That's fascinating. And so, and so you did investment banking, but then you wanted to pivot. Yeah, so I, I, I went to the Navy um, after college. And when I came back from service, I went into investment banking, but into corporate finance, so slightly different from sales and trading, and um, had the opportunity to come back to Houston where Tracy had already relocated to Houston with her company out of New York. And uh, Houston, while I enjoyed growing up here, I never thought I would come back. But I think seeing, seeing Houston through Tracy's eyes gave me the opportunity to kind of look at it with an open mind. And it's been very very good to us. And so you started at Rice Business, and so you graduated in 1993. Right. And you graduated in the class of 2000. That's right. And you were saying that you put him through business school. So tell me about that. I mean, I was working, and um, he decided to go back to business school, and so I just worked, and business school cost a whole lot less back then, so it was a little bit more manageable. Yeah. And um, But it was in watching him. I mean, I had always... I thought that I would go to business school, but I had a boss who said, you don't need it for what you do. I'm not going to pay you any more money, you know, if you get it, if you get your MBA. And that's when you say, I need a new boss. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so I worked um, while he was in business school, but I, you know, I came to partios and I, um, you know, fed his team when they would come over to work on projects. And so I, I swam with one of his classmates. We, I would write the workouts. I was an, I was a swimmer. Come swim um, here in Rice. And we swam at the old pool together. So I'd pick her up after class and we'd swim laps. And so I very much felt like I was part of having an experience with them as well. Um, and so I, you know, I waited a few years, waited till we had a couple of little kids just to <laughs> the perfect dial it up a little bit. <laughs> then, yeah, and then um, you know, and then we sort of switched roles. Tracy, Tracy became pregnant in my second year of business school, and in the spring, our daughter was our first daughter was born in June. Tracy would come and pick me up at the party um, and wait, she let you go to the party out with the while you were at home with the baby. Oh, no, 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 know, the baby I, wasn't I here yet. So this is this to... is like April and May. Okay, we're going to Lamaze classes. Oh, and Tracy would come pick me up at the party out, literally drive up on the curb and say, "Come on, it's time for you to get in the car." And we'd go to we'd go to Lamaze classes, and and by that point I'd had, I don't know, three or four beers or maybe more, and we would get to Lamaze class, and the first thing that they would do is sort of want everyone to do these deep breathing exercises, and Tracy would be wide awake, and I was apparently falling asleep in the Lamaze class, <laughs> so I distinguished myself. Um, what with grade them. did you get in that class? Yeah. Didn't do very well. Didn't do very well. Didn't do very well. And so, so after Rice, you started your own company. Uh, uh, later, but there were a series of sort of entrepreneurial steps in the way. Well, tell me about those steps. Um, immediately out of business school, I went to work for a, a private family here in Houston that was trying to buy Continental Airlines out of bankruptcy. And, um, and it wasn't United. It, well, it turned into United later, but it was Continental still at the time. And um, they ended up not being able to do the deal themselves, but they did it with a partner. That led to another airline acquisition that they did um, called America West. 
And then they also backed a, uh, a purchase of a part, spare parts inventory from the Eastern Airlines bankruptcy. So I spent a couple of years in airline aerospace related deals. And then that same group of folks um, uh, decided to back an oilfield service company. And I had the opportunity to go work in that. And so I, that was a business that we grew and built. And, um, and, and that was probably the most entrepreneurial opportunity I had in an operating company. So it was good. It's good. And so you have actually, Tracy, been, uh, you just served as the president of the Alumni Board Association. You've, you've been a part of, of the Alumni Board for quite some time. Uh, so tell me why you chose to continue to give back to Rice. Like what, what is it that, that makes you want to still remain such an integral part of this university? Mm, I just mentioned this in the other room. Um, I, I see the benefits of my MBA in everything that I do. Every single day, I see it. I see it at work. I see it at home. I see it with our daughters who are in their early careers. You know, I, I, I just, you know, I feel like I have benefited immensely from my MBA. And um, I, you know, I'm grateful. I really want to give back because of it. And I want to be a, also, I want to just continue to be a part of it just because it played such a big role in my life. And it's an exciting place to be right now. There's lots of great things going on. I'm, I'm teaching an ILE. I've taught it for two years now. Explain what an ILE is. An ILE is an intensive learning experience. And it is a intensive three-day course um, that is three quarters of a credit. And I teach the course is called Principles of Survey Design. And when uh, I've been a researcher ever since I graduated, that was a pivot for me after business school. When Barb asked me to teach this class, I thought I don't have three days worth of material. I think it's 18 hours worth of material. But when I sat down and I thought, you know, what would I teach? What would I share with people on this topic? I realized I had a lot to say on it. And so it's very much an experiential, you know, the first day is a little bit of lecturing, but this 10 hour Saturday is just roll up your sleeves and do the work. And it's so much fun and so rewarding just to see people connecting those dots and the light bulbs going off. And I, I put them in teams and I give them an opportunity to choose a project. And a lot of them are working on something for their new enterprise class or working on something outside of school um, for their companies, if they're professionals or embas or for nonprofits that they're working on. And so to really see that all come together for them is just so rewarding. I was telling my own daughter about survey design and how that works, and she was fascinated. So I don't know. I mean, maybe in a couple years, yeah, she she might be in that ILE class. So so how you have two? How many daughters do you have? Two, two daughters. daughters. Yeah, as do I. Girls are the best. Yeah, sorry, I'm just going to say that. And so how old are they? They are 29 and 26. And how long have you been married? 30-something 30 years. Oh, trick seconds. question. I know. I never know the number. He always <laughs> knows the number. And did your did your girls go to Rice? Our girls, no, neither one went to Rice. Um, but our older one, our older one has an MBA from um, Colorado Leeds in Boulder. And Sharon Matusik, who was my um, strategy professor, it was the dean. She's now gone on to Michigan, but was the dean when our daughter was there, which is kind of fun. That's amazing. Yeah, yep. that's that's a that's a great story. So I want you to also tell me the story. Tell me the story of how she got into rice business because this is a great story. Yeah, um, we were coming back from uh, moving back from Wichita, Kansas, and the decision to move back was sort of late. 
sort of in May and June of the, of the academic year. And one of the things was, what was she going to do? She had always been in sales and trading, and she believed that there was, um, uh, that, that she didn't, sure, that those skills weren't transferable. And, and so the idea of maybe going to business school came up. And um, I had worked with Bob Westbrook, who was the assistant dean when I was here, on a couple of committees, and I had been very fond of him. And uh, we called him and said, you know, can we just, we're going to be in Houston next week. And this was literally like in late May. All the deadlines had passed. Everyone had been accepted and, been, and, and decided they were coming or not. And uh, we took Bob to lunch. And, you know, it was very trans. We were very, I was very upfront with, you know, just, what do you suggest? And his were comment, there drinks at lunch? <laughs> no, no, no drinks at a Chinese restaurant in, in Rice Village. Yes. And, um, and, you know, the point was, he was like, why would you go to business school? What would you get out of business school? Would business school be a pivot for you to other things? And Bob, who is a marketing professor and a market research guy, you know, he, he basically said at the end of lunch, look, I think you'd be a great addition to the class. Um, I have the ability to kind of make some things happen, but you actually really do have to take the GMATs. Aww. And so she she was able to take the GMATs online and she sent him his score. And I think, you know, he, he literally called her back the next day to say, OK, we got a place for you. Well, and what a great decision it was since you were just awarded the Volunteer of the Year Award. So tell me about about how rewarding that must feel for you to, to get an award like that for Rice. Um. I mean, I can't even really put it into words. When I got the letter, um, I got a letter FedExed from the business school. I thought, oh, my gosh, what did I do wrong? I mean, this is serious, right? There's email. There's a phone call. Um, and the letter said that I was receiving this award. And luckily it said why, because my first reaction was why? Uh, because I don't think of what I do with Rice Business as volunteering. I mean, I just... It, I do it because I, I feel strongly about rice business. And, um, you know, I've got, I, personally, I get so much out of it. And I, I want to give back to the school because it's given me so much. Well, those are the best kind of volunteers, the ones that don't think about what they're doing to, to actually give back because it's something that's just, you know, they just do it, right? And they don't think about, you know, being a volunteer position. It's just something, it's a, it's a, it's a, work of, of love and devotion and, and passion. So, and congratulations to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for being here today. I Enjoy really, really here. enjoyed just getting a snippet of, of your lives. And and I look forward to, maybe we can have you back on, uh, on an I'll Have You Know podcast, and we can dive a little bit deeper into into your life. Do we have one more, st- one more minute? Because I have a Absolutely, great story. Absolutely, yes. So we arrived here at uh, 12.15 today. And at 12.17, my phone rang. And it was a dear friend, David Ducote. Um, He was just leaving Rice Campus with his daughter, her fiance, a young man. And they had just driven off of the Rice Campus. And he was calling me to say, my son, my future son-in-law has been accepted to Rice Business School and Duke Business School. Would you tell him why he should come to Rice? So I walked around out on the courtyard and basically made the case that you, know, you need to come to Rice, and you know, here's what my wife and I are doing. Here's what my wife's receiving an award today. You know, we really, really like this place. And at the end of it, we got off the phone. I said, you know, wish you all the best. Call me if you need anything more. I get off the phone, and I text back to my friend. I said, okay, did I say everything you wanted me to say? 
And he said, yes, you did. And he's already decided he's coming to Rice. Oh, that's so, awesome. Oh, that's, that's someone, someone, I don't even know the guy's name. I was going to say, oh, <laughs> that was my name. question. That's I have no, no idea. I have no idea. Well, I, know his, I know his future father-in-law. That's all. Well, he made one of the best decisions yeah, of his absolutely. life, thanks to, to both absolutely. of you. So that's a great story. I love it. I love so, it. Always hustling. That's the word. Always hustling. Well, I mean, if you're if you're going to be at Rice, you know, and you're going to you're going to change the world, that's, do that's it. the first step. Always Absolutely. hustling. Always hustling. Words to live by. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much for having us. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. This has been I'll Have You Know, a production of Rice Business. You can find more information about our guests, hosts, and announcements on our website, business.rice.edu. Please subscribe and leave a rating wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We'd love to hear what you think. The hosts of I'll Have You Know are myself, Maya Pomeroy, and Scott Gale.